Veterans, friends of veterans and patriots, first and foremost, I want to begin today by recognizing all of those among us who have been a part of the great brotherhood and sisterhood we call the U.S. military. Our veterans, active duty service members, guardsmen and reservists, your service and sacrifice have kept our country safe and free. Veterans Day looks a lot different this year than it has in the past. Our current state of affairs and the protective measures implemented across the country to stop the spread of COVID-19 have forced us to think creatively to ensure we stay safe while honoring our nation's heroes. This year, as we mark Veterans Day and honor our nation's veterans and their selfless courage, we would be remiss if we did not also take the time to celebrate veterans like Adam Greathouse. Adam enlisted in the Army in 1999 and quickly discovered it was what he was meant to do, being a part of a team working to accomplish a mission and excelling at physical fitness contributed to a fulfillment he had never known before. But fate had other plans. When he deployed to Kosovo in 2001, he became a casualty of a chemical weaponry left from the conflict with the former Yugoslavia. The toxins mixed with the sand and dust, forming billows, clouds that engulfed the tank that Adam was riding in, filling the air and his lungs with a deadly substance. Adam began to experience tightness in his chest, hallucinations, and labored breathing. Within hours of his exposure, he found himself unable to stand. Adam was rushed to medical, where his breathing stopped entirely. He woke up two months later, attached to a ventilator, with staples stretching from the left side of his chest around to his back. A mighty soldier, once weighing a solid 215 pounds, Adam woke up 100 pounds lighter and unable to move his arms or feel anything below his hips. He had suffered a brain injury due to the lack of oxygen, and the chemical had been exposed to caused organ failure and extensive damage to his lungs. Doctors estimated he had only a 2% chance of survival, and the army sent a flag home to his family to drape over his coffin. By a miracle, he survived, but it quickly became clear he could no longer be an active duty soldier. The decade that followed included struggles with alcohol abuse, thoughts of suicide, and unbearable guilt that he had somehow let his country, his unit, and himself down. In 2011, Adam was introduced to recreational therapy at his local VA medical center, and he started to feel again the fulfillment he had during his time in the Army. He caught a glimpse of what he'd found in the Army that he thought he had lost as a disabled veteran, camaraderie. Today, Adam remains an inspiration and something of a local celebrity to the patients and staff at the Williams VA Medical Center, where, as a volunteer, he's given more than 5,000 hours since 2015. In addition to the thousands of volunteers' hours that he has under his belt as a peer mentor, he's also spoken to nearly 2,000 veterans and VA employees, providing valuable insight into what disabled veterans experience in their recovery. Adam is an inspiration to disabled veterans everywhere, including myself. He embodies never giving up in the face of adversity, instead overcoming obstacles, embracing a new normal, and inspiring those around him. 
Jack Sauter's story is a little different, but no less notable. Seven decades ago in 1950, brave Americans like Jack Sauter defended a far-off land that was under attack. For three years, they fought what many still call the Forgotten War. Jack served in the U.S. Navy during the Korean War. Many years later, he wrote he had doubts whether the outcome of the war was worth the cost of the lives and treasure. But after the war, he was greeted in his New York insurance office by a Korean immigrant. I was very young when the war started, she told him in an emotionally cracked voice. We lived on the Han River, just south of Seoul. My family walked to Busan. Thank you for saving my country. Sauter said his encounter with that woman put his last doubt to rest. It was worth it. Regardless of how one feels about the policies that lead to war, let there be no doubt that veterans serve with honor. They serve to make life better for others. They preserve our freedom. Not all veterans have seen war, but a common bond that they share is an oath in which they express their willingness to die defending this nation. Perhaps most significant in preserving our way of life are the battles that Americans don't have to fight because those who wish us harm slink away in fear of the Coast Guard Cutter, the Navy Aircraft Carrier, the Air Force Fighter Squadron, the Marine Corps Fire Team, or the Army Soldier on Patrol. We can be secure at home because we have brave warriors protecting us in the air, at sea, and on land. In addition to foreign adversaries, many veterans have had a battle of invisible threats to their mental health and well-being. More than 20 veterans a day take their own lives. Only those who have experienced firsthand the horrors of combat can understand why so many of these young men and women feel so compelled to take such drastic and permanent measures. The U.S. Army recently reported a 30% increase in suicides among active duty troops in 2020. We must do everything possible to stop these needless deaths. I encourage all of you to find ways to involve yourself in caring for those who bear the physical, emotional, and psychological scars of war. Get to know them and ensure that they know that you've got their six, especially during this time of social distancing and isolation. Sometimes just sitting down to engage with a veteran or their family member to talk can go a long way. Call, email, reach out online. No matter how, keep connecting. Those of us listening to this message to observe Veterans Day have already indicated our support for the outstanding men and women who have served our country. Tell veterans directly that you love them, that you appreciate them, that you are grateful for their service. We are their friends, their family, their co-workers, their neighbors. It is up to us to ensure that every veteran feels that his or her service to this country is appreciated by their fellow Americans. There are many tangible ways we can acknowledge their sacrifice, but the easiest is to simply say, thank you for what you have done for our country. If he is showing signs of unhappiness or de depression, encourage him to seek help through the VA immediately. If she has had difficulty obtaining benefits that she's entitled to, let her know that service organizations like the American Legion 
and the disabled American veterans have thousands of trained service officers nationwide that will help them navigate through the bureaucracy free of charge. And if that veteran has made the supreme sacrifice, remember the price that has been paid for our freedom and offer your support to the loved ones left behind. Remember how occasions like this started, the 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month, November 11th, 1918, the guns stopped. It was a moment to celebrate as the largest and deadliest war till that time came to a merciful end. We still celebrate that moment, only today we call it Veterans Day. War is never anything to celebrate, but peace is. The peace in between these horrific wars is brought to you mainly by our veterans. The sacrifice brought forth during these wars is also made mostly by our veterans. That doesn't mean others don't suffer. Civilians are often killed, and nobody understands sacrifice more than a Gold Star family. We honor our fallen on Memorial Day, although Americans should remember them every day. Veterans Day, however, is for all who served. While many veterans are humble, there's no such thing as insignificant military service. It isn't just the sacrifice and the service that are important, but the willingness to offer your life in defense of the nation that sets a veteran apart. Patriots are dedicated to remembering the legacy of all veterans, because what these men and women have done for us matters to America. It matters to people overseas who were liberated from tyranny due to the sacrifices of our military members. From defeating communism, fascism, imperialism, to liberating slaves, keeping the peace during the Cold War, and battling terrorism today, veterans have accomplished remarkable things throughout our nation's history. If you're an employer, give extra weight to those experiences, the skills of the sailor-turned-job applicant. Veterans' preference is a requirement for government jobs, but it's also smart business for private sector as well. When a member of Congress complains about the cost of compensating Vietnam veterans for Agent Orange exposure, remind the lawmaker of the cost of being a veteran. In spite of the sacrifices that nearly all veterans have made and the horrors that some have experienced, the overwhelming majority are proud to have served. 19th century British philosopher John Stuart Mill summed up the necessity of this special group of people when he wrote, War is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. The decayed state of moral and patriotic feeling that thinks that nothing is worth war is much worse. The person who has nothing for which he is willing to fight, nothing which is more important than his own personal safety, is a miserable creature and has no chance of being free unless made and kept so by the exertions of better men than himself. Mill had it right. Fortunately for all of us, America has been blessed throughout its history by many such men and women. Thank you for listening. God bless America, and God bless our veterans. <laughs>